weight loss jab recommended on NHS. First of all, thank you to Anika for sharing this article with me. This is the type of topic where you're going to find me in my absolute element. So let's dive straight in. So if you hadn't heard, there was a report in the BBC News a couple of days ago that read adults struggling with their weight could soon be offered a weekly injection to help shed unhealthy fat. The treatment, semaglitude, branded Wegovy, I'm not sure about the pronunciation, so don't quote me on those, makes people feel fuller so they eat less and they're not as hungry. In trials, used alongside a healthy diet and exercise, it helped obese people lose a tenth of their body weight, about two stone, 13 kilos, on average. And the National Institute for Health and Care Excellence is recommending it should be made available on the NHS. To ensure I give you all as much context as possible, it did say used alongside healthy diet and exercise, and I want to go through exactly what that was. Participants received individual counseling sessions every four weeks to help them adhere to a reduced calorie diet, 500 calorie deficit per day relative to the energy expenditure estimated at the time that they underwent randomization, and increased physical activity with 150 minutes per week of physical activity, such as walking, which was encouraged. Both diet and activity were recorded daily in a diary or by use of a smartphone application or other tools and were reviewed during the counseling sessions. So you might think Elliot is a health and fitness coach. He's clearly not going to believe in this. He's not going to agree with this and he's not going to think it's a good idea. And to a degree, you're almost right. However, when I first started reading this, I thought to myself, well, it's helping people who are really struggling. Two stone is a decent amount of weight. So maybe it's not necessarily a bad thing. And when you read a little bit deeper, the National Institute for Health and Care Excellence is recommending that it's prescribed for a maximum of two years, which makes it seem like an even better idea because if it's only two years, it's clearly not looking to be the long-term solution. So why not? The difference in two stone could be the difference between someone being pre-diabetic or diabetic. It could be the difference between someone having comorbidities or not. Especially if we begin to think about the impact that COVID has had on people with comorbidities, then perhaps it's not really that bad of idea. Until... You knew that was coming, right? <laughs> I read the study and in typical journalistic fashion, one of the first paragraph reads, it helped obese people lose a tenth of their body weight, about two stone, 13 kilos on average, which sounds fantastic until you realize how heavy these people were who took part in the study and how long they took these injections for. So let's get the facts. The mean weight of these participants was 105 kilos. They dropped 14.9%, which means they lost 15.645 kilos over 68 weeks. 15 and a half kilos in 16 months. So if we look at what that equates to per week, that's 0.23 kilograms. 230 grams. And as a point of reference here, for about 99% of the clients I work with during a fat loss phase, their goal is to lose around 1% of their body weight per week. This isn't always predictable for a variety of reasons, but for the most part, it's extremely doable. So let's say that I had that 105 kilo individual working with me, and let's say that they weren't able to reach that 1% mark, but they lost 0.5% of their body weight per week through dietary changes, through exercise and lifestyle improvements, they would lose 35.7 kilos within that same time frame, which made me realize the injection certainly works, but it's really not that impressive. And let's make this even more realistic, perhaps, and hopefully you can relate to this where your body weight is. If you were 60 kilos, you drop 
8.94 kilos in 68 weeks. If you were 70 kilos, you dropped 10.43 kilos in 68 weeks. If you were 80 kilos, you dropped 11.92 kilos in 68 weeks. If you were 90 kilos, you dropped 13.41 kilos in 68 weeks. I've worked with people who have dropped this amount in 16 to 36 weeks. And in that process, they transformed their relationship with food. They built solid and healthy habits. They've shifted their lifestyle. And now they understand what they need to do in order to keep this weight off as well. Surely something like this is a more viable, effective, and healthy solution. And finally, I do think it's great that we are looking for solutions, but when it comes to this injection, surely we should be asking, why 650 million people worldwide are obese in the first place. This should not be an accepted norm. The National Institute for Health and Care Excellence is recommending that it's prescribed for a maximum of two years. But what happens after these two years? For those who did get the injection, have they been able to keep this weight off? We know what happens over the course of 68 weeks, but what happens in the following 68 weeks? And does one return to this treatment if they get overweight again and they can't keep this off? Is this something that they repeatedly go on each time that they fall off? These questions need to be asked. And a few of my other main concerns regarding the treatment are, you see people backslide even when they put in months or years of effort into getting into shape. I can't see people having much motivation to keep this weight off if you can just start injecting yourself again. If an investment can be created to provide this type of treatment, why can't an investment be made to provide schools of education on nutrition and fitness? When it comes to other treatments like a gastric band, liposuction, these are pretty serious procedures. They're costly if you go private and most people will take time to mull this over and consider this. However, when it comes to an injection, I almost think it's too easy. People are not going to think twice about this. It's going to seem like an easy solution to their problem and things that usually come easy usually go easy. Once again, this does not address the fundamental reason why 650 million people worldwide are obese. I will repeat, this should not be a socially accepted norm. Finally, most of the participants were female, 74.1%, with the mean age of 46 years. Why is this? Is it an economical issue? Is it that postnatal women aren't getting enough support to get back to being healthy after they have children? Is it a societal issue that when we get later into life, it's deemed as normal to allow ourselves to get heavier and not prioritize our health so much? Is it because these women are so stressed that they turn to food as their coping mechanism? Or is it simply because more women sign up to these type of trials than men do? And what does this mean for the men who didn't get involved in this trial? At the end of the day, my opinion probably isn't gonna change anything that they do. However, as hard as these questions may be to contemplate or find answers for, I feel this has to be part of the equation. And before we start looking for another treatment for a symptom of a deeper cause, we should be looking at why this deeper cause exists in the first place. And I'll leave you with that. So thank you for listening, team. If you've got any thoughts or opinions on that, let me know. A lot of you are vocal with reaching out to me on Instagram and it's super easy to drop me a DM. So feel free and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Take care and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.